Blog Talk Radio. I don't know what you're going through, but I want you to know tonight you got faith. In your trial, in your test, in your hard time. Good evening. I'm Hezekiah L. Montgomery, host of The Man in the Mirror. I'm excited tonight because this is my first show of me to come. So without further ado, let me introduce and welcome my first guest, Pastor Jamie Gilmore. Elder Jamie Gilmore, a native of Baltimore, Maryland, was born October 9, 1959, to Curtis and Bertha Gilmore, the fourth of seven children. He received his secular education from the Baltimore City School System and is a graduate of Northwest Northwestern excuse me, High School. Elder Gilmore is the father of two children, Adam and Dana. From his union with his late evangelist, Perliner Gilmore, he is currently married to Sister Sylvia Wears Gilmore. In 2010, Elder Gilmore graduated from the Interdenominational School of Biblical Truth, ISBT, with a bachelor's degree in theology and was valedictorian of the graduating class. He is a member of the ISBT Alumni Association. On September 28, 2013, Pastor Gilmore received his master's degree in pastoral counseling and was, sal- and was salutatorian of the graduating class. He believes that this calling as a teacher in the body of Christ is part of the perfecting of saints that they might be Furnish unto every good work. And without and now let's bring Pastor Gilmore on. Pastor Gilmore, what was your first reaction when you first started reading Rediscovering Kai? Um, when I first started reading the book, um um I, you know, didn't know what I was delving into, but um as I began to getting a little deeper in the book, I couldn't uh, put it down. It, you know, um, um, at first I thought it was just, you know, some, you know, uh, uh, everyday ordinary book, whatever. When I first started, you know, reading the first page or whatever, but then as I I began to read further on, um, it, it, it it intrigued me, and I I couldn't, you know, um, put the book down because it was getting more more exciting. And, and more, um, you know, more adventurous. Okay. I'm explain adventurous. Um. Well, it seemed like the uh, Kaya. It's like his his life was going from one turn to another. Even in the beginning of the book, it seemed like he was going from one change to through different changes and different trials and tests, even at the beginning of the uh, first chapter of the book. Okay. And um, when I actually talked to you while you were reading the book, something that you said was intrigued me myself. You said it's a wonder that the character um, still had his head on his shoulder. Explain why you said that. Well, uh, the reason I said that is because – you know, ordinarily a person that that um, goes through as many tests and trials as he went through, it's a wonder 
that um, you know you still have your your, your mental mental capacity because um, some folks you know they're so delicate in, in in such a way that they can't take but so so much take but so much um, mentally, but it's like um, um, Kaya he 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 was able to go go through different things and um and and and, and still keep his stride whatever he 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 didn't just roll over and and just give up you know. A lot of things hurt him, and a lot of things broke his heart, and he had disappointments. But it seemed like he just said um, he, he kept on, he kept it moving. Good, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Uh, now the next question for our listening audience, and this is just so you won't give the plot away. What was mm-hmm. reaction? <laughs> what was your reaction as a pastor to Chapter Five, titled "The Fall"? Well, um, you know, um I I usually try to keep an open mind to to different things, you know. Um myself I always try to, you know, um be outside the box. And so um a lot of things was was shocking but you know, and but I was not appalled, um, because um you know, because um I'm I'm pretty used to um, you know, um shocking things but I I I was kinda like thrown back, you know, um by a few things. But I I never, you know, kind of got um, you know, felt self righteous concerning that. But I just, um, you know, it was just like eye opening. A lot of things were just eye opening. Like wow, you know, like, you know, um, I had never experienced a lot of things that Kaya did. But it was just like eye opening to me to, you know, to see him go through a lot of things, whatever. But you know, I I try to keep an open mind, um, you know, t- to the brothers' plights. And that's and, I, and that's thing that is one thing that I do consider myself now is mm-hmm. an open mind because we yeah. as Christians have this you know say well I will never do that I will never go through that or mm-hmm. I would never think about doing anything like that but I remember my old pastor in Philadelphia telling me that you live long enough you'll get there. Because well, one thing about it. Like just well, one thing about it is um, we really can't point fingers when it comes to, come to different things because, um, you know, as the scripture says, so so go I, um, because if it wasn't for the grace of God, we will all be in, in certain situations. But um, and that's why I, I I didn't read the book in in a ju- with a judgmental heart. Okay. Um, yeah, because as I was as I was going to say, sometimes pride gets in our way. Right, and right. When we have pride, the Bible says pride leads to a downfall. So when mm-hmm. we have that pride, that pride blows us up, makes us proud, puts our chest out, and we think that mm-hmm. we're super, super Christians that nothing can right, right. penetrate through that, right. you know, through what you know through us. But that's why um, God always says we have to be careful. Because with uh-huh. that pride, and that's why that chapter was called The Fall, because you think, you know, oh, well, I'll never do that. People tell me that every day, oh, I'll never go through this. Well, you live long enough, you'll get there. And, and, and that's what my, 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 um, my late aunt used to say. She said, she said, son, keep on living. Keep, just keep living, you know. Just keep living. And, and she was right, you know. Um, if you live long enough, you know you're going to go through certain things. You're going to experience certain things, whatever. You know, you, 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 um, some people think, oh well, I never. But you know, you, she like he used to say, keep living. You, you, you know, 
Um, you haven't been on this earth long enough, but you just keep on living, and you and you'll you'll um you'll you'll um go through certain things and 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 encounter certain things. And so uh, people can't never say I'll never whatever because you don't know w- what you're gonna do in this flesh. Exactly. All right, my next, and I very much appreciate that your responses, um, Pastor. My next response is, what were your thoughts on how the church handled the whole thing? And what can we do today to make sure that that type of behavior doesn't happen in our churches? Well, one thing about it is, um, you know, I, I don't think that it was handled very well because, um, you know, um, um like we were talking earlier about having an open mind, um, you know, um, sometimes, uh, as the word of God says, we had to come together and, and, um, and, 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 um, we had to come together and, and, and reason things out, you know, before we, um, um, you know, put judgment on people. And I think that for the pastor and, and Kyle, um, the pastor should have sat down and reasoned with you and talked with you and, and, um, address things, you know, um, in love, instead of just you know, um, you know, casting you, you, you out like that, and um, and just forsaking forsaking you like he did, um, he, he went about the wrong way. Um, it 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 wasn't done in love, you know. And and um, but one thing about it is when a brother falls, you know, on the word of God said that we we to restore that brother in the spirit of meekness, whatever. And, and um. And, and and so you know he he had to see he had to see you as a sheep you know and 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 help you to uh, get back into the fold but instead of um, you know causing you as a sheep to come back into the fold um, and, and get reconciled uh, reconciliation he uh, he caused you to be um, to uh, to distance you and cause you to, to go go astray and go further away from um, you know. Um, um, the church, whatever. Okay. And um, I can definitely. Uh, there should have been some love there you know, as well. Should have been some. And that's some, one thing uh, that I'm not. Yeah. That's one thing that I'm not seeing. That's one thing that I'm not seeing in some churches today. That's called Christian real love. Love that says, you know what. Regardless of what you're going through, man, woman, child, even animals, whatever we're going through, we have to show love. It seems like right. sinners today have more love for each other than what Christ, you know, some churches do for, for their members. You know, uh-huh. they want to pick and choose which, which you know, sin that you got caught up in. You know, well, mm-hmm. you know, this is this small sin or that big sin. But from what, you know, from what I've learned growing up in church and is also stated in the book several times, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of yes, God. Yes, 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 we, yes, and we have. We all, all, yeah. All, all doesn't say specifically all but. All but Ty or all but Pastor so-and-so or all but Sister so-and-so. It says all have sinned and fall short mm-hmm. of the glory of God. And yeah. one of my favorite, um, and I had to do a blog about that, but one of my favorite um, Bible um, stories that Jesus talks about is the woman caught in adultery. 
Mm-hmm. We all know that to do adultery, it takes two. One, you know, mm-hmm. you know, they brought the woman, but they did not bring the man. And, mm-hmm. you know, and one thing I know that Jesus is not a reaction. People don't realize that if you read that deeply, Jesus just bent down, started writing, mm-hmm. didn't say a thing. They kept talking. He got up, went bent down. They kept talking. They got their rocks. And, you know, as you know, all he said was, thou without sin, throw the first stone. Yep. They, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't. And slowly they start, you know, wandering off. And, mm-hmm. you know, so Jesus asked, woman, what about our accusers? And she said, I have none. There, there are none. And he says, you know, neither do I. Go and mm-hmm. do no more. So that's what you call love. He didn't say, Mm -hmm. he said very few words. He said very few words. Now, my next question, um, without, and it's hard, I know it's hard without giving a plot away. What do you think (laughs) about um, what was done in Chapter 16 where it says 86 days of intimacy? Or shall we say, we call it time out. So 86 86 days of intimacy Right So so uh, 86 days of intimacy So this is um, when you were in the relationship With your your, your wife Uh, No This is when I was in When the character was in time out Reading and studying The word of God Learning more Oh, oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah, I, I rem- yeah, I rem- now, now, now it's coming back to me. Uh, yeah, um, well, that to me, um, that gave you time to kind of reevaluate your yourself and um, who you are and where you were going, and um, it was a good thing that that you still had, um, you know, a God consciousness about you to uh, recognize, okay, um, your your um, your situation. Because a lot of people, you know, they go so deep into degradation that sometimes they they wind up coming out with a um, reprobated mind. But at least you still had your God consciousness um, to 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 kind of um, you know uh, awaken you to um, some of the situations that you had gotten into. And because some people, you know, um, um, when they when they get into situations, they um, their mind is just you know turned over, you know. But thank God you still had. A God consciousness to be able to um, seek God and even study His Word and 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 and, and try to find um, bring bring some things to a closure or or a better understanding. So, because a lot of people they, they don't come out of stuff like like you like Kaya did, um, you know, with their with their with their um, you know with with a God you know uh, especially a fear of God and, and a reverence for God. So it's great that he did, you know, and through all that he went through, that there, there still was, you know, and how God gave you, gave Kaya space to repent and get get things straightened out. And that's a good thing because I think everyone that goes through something in their life needs time out. Yeah. Because um, you need that time to remember that God said, be, be still and know that I am God. Because with such, so many things going on in our lives, we work every day, we have our children. I mean, we're in different groups in the church. Now, church is fine. 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are so busy, like Martha, you know, so busy that they're missing the whole point. You know, we have mm-hmm. to take time out for God, for worship, for, you know, even in that story, you know, which the Lord has just brought to me, even with the story with Lazarus, they told him Lazarus died a few days ago. But he didn't mm-hmm. jump up and say, okay, I'm going to go to Lazarus. No, he tarried for a few more days. Right, and they said he, and they probably thought Jesus was crazy, but he knew that everything was going to happen for the glory and the grace of God. That when he got right. there, he didn't know he's not dead; he's asleep. Mm-hmm. And that, and uh, everything happens in God's time. The main times when we go through stuff, we wanted to stop right away. Mm-hmm. You know, we said, "I want out of this, and I want out of it now." But just, um, I was. Um, see the character of myself as um, his prodigal son. The Bible does say train a child the way it should go. And, you know, when it's time, they will come back. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. We trained the child the way it should go. And um, that child did, you know, come back. The um Prodigal son, he did come back and got himself scared. He wasn't a little time out. You know, he thought it was the grass was green on the other side. Let me just go out there and um, have some fun. Mm-mm. It wasn't time for him to do that. Um, and as I'm watching my board, I like to thank the caller who came in, who dialed in on um, phone, um, phone number ending in 1629. Um, now, i got for a few, I have a few more questions and we're going to take a break. But overall, this is one of them. Overall, what, would, what should the reading and listening audience get from reading Discovering Kai? You know, you know, what is one of the things, if you say, or one of, two, one of a few things that you would say they should get from Rediscovering Kai? Uh, uh, Redeeming quality that he 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 uses to draw us back to him after all the you know wilding around in the pig pen and everything you know there's still redemption and that's what we should learn from that's what I learned from uh, Kaya's uh, life. Excellent, excellent. Um, we have a we have some um we have a few more questions for before we take a break, but um. Let me give you one question. Actually, I'm browsing through the book by myself. Would you, oh, before we go on, would, would you recommend this book for um, other listeners? Would I recommend it to other listeners? Yes, or of our listening yeah. audience. Yes, I would recommend it highly because um, it, it shows you the reality of, um, you know, um, it shows you about things that that happen in life, how how um, life can throw you for a loop, and but you know um, there is there is hope at the end of the, um, they would say the rainbow. Um, you know, e- even though you went through a lot of things, you and 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 dealt with a lot of things, and but. You, you came out and with still hope, and um, it's, it's a lot of dark areas in in that book. But 
you know, it, it, it can help somebody who went through the same thing you went through and see that there's, um, you know, that, that God is able to bring you through even the worst of times. Yeah, so hopefully, you know, I mean, it, it helped me to, um, you know, reevaluate my life, you know, and it helped me to, um, you know, um, you know, because I believe the word of God says uh, we we need to examine ourselves and, and see whether we're in the faith. And so, a lot of things that I read in your book, it kind of made me reevaluate my my life. Okay, I like that. Now, explain a little more when you say as a pastor, you know, you're saying you're reading something someone else wrote, and you know, you grew up, you you know, you went to the you know theology school and uh-huh. um, so forth, and you know, but. You're saying that it made you, as a pastor, reevaluate some of the things in your life. Well, the thing about it is, I'm I'm not just a pastor, but I I, I am a man too. I am a child of God, and um, you know, um, first and foremost, you know, like I said, I am a child of God, and 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 I have human frailties. And and um and and I recognize that and I, and I know that His Word of God says you know His strength is made perfect through my weakness because um and so there are areas in my life that you know I have to you know keep in check and so that that book just let me know that there are certain areas in your life you need to keep you know in check and and and, and you need to stay and it even taught me that you need to stay sober minded so you won't fall into certain certain traps and snares of the enemy. So it, it it just made me more aware of and made me more conscious of, um, you know, um, you know, my life. You know, it it, it just awakened some things in me. You know, that I need to keep my eye on. You know, it's just it, it was it was a learning it was a learning tool to me. You know, this book is like a learning tool. Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is it doesn't matter, you know, where you are in Christ. As a church yeah. reader, or or even as a lay person, or even as a congregant, yeah. right? You still have to be careful. You still have to be careful because, as the Word of God says, the enemy is 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 is, is uh, a crouched at your door, you know, and he don't care who you are. You can be the Archbishop of Canterbury; he don't care. He's out to he's out to get you, whether you're a bishop, pastor, apostle. Prophet, whatever he's out there to get you. So you know, like he, like I say, he's crouching at your door. So we all, so we all, we all must, um, you know, um, um, guard guard ourselves. I think Excellent. Huh? Yeah, I'm here. I just wanted to make sure that um, I wasn't getting the other listeners. We have a couple. You know, I got a couple of listeners in the background that are on. Yeah, I heard somebody. I heard somebody's voice. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to make sure I muted them. But yeah, you know, I like what you said, the Archbishop of Canterbury, because a lot of people think they're holier than thou (laughs) that nothing is going to happen because I am the Archbishop, and you know, I'm not going to make any mistakes. And the whole um, objective of the book was to say that wherever you are in your life, wherever you are, there's still hope. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a blog that I know God, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, God has got a, you know, for my website, which I'll give the information later, God has a lot of things that he wants me to write, a couple more blogs that I need to get out there, but right. um, I will get out there because, again, you know, there are several people that were my heroes that I always read about, you know, in the Bible mm-hmm. because God, you know, you know, 
got them where they were in their life, and he accepted them. You know, today's society says, well, you have to do this, you have to do that, you have to jump through hoops, you have to do all this in order to be accepted. But God meets you where you where you are. He met he does, the kids yeah. where he was at. I wrote about the kids he met. You know, David, who was a man after his own heart, he met David where he was at. He met the woman at the well where she was at in her life. He didn't say you got to go through seven hell marriage and do all this before I accept you. He met the thief on the cross where he was at. He didn't say, well, you got to do all this and you got to do all that in order to be safe. He said, today, not tomorrow, or not maybe when you get down on the cross. He said, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. These are mm-hmm. things that we have to remember, that God shows love 24-7, 365. Well, one thing about David, um, you know, you know, I, every once in a while I have to look at, like, you know, look at David, a man at the cause of heart. And the, but then you look at some of David's life, and some of it wasn't as spectacular as others. And so, you know, he's like he was a man of the God. He, he did some heinous stuff himself. But the thing about it is, God looked at. He didn't look on the, on the outward appearance of a man. He looks on the inward. He, he looks at David. Even David had a pure heart. He had a he had a repentant heart. Even though he he blew it and messed up at times, God knew that you know that David was a man that you know wouldn't um, wallow in, in 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 sin and and went unrepentant. But he knew that David would you know he 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 was sorry for he was genu- genuinely sorry for some of his 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 mess ups, you know. And exactly. the same thing for us. Same thing for us. Some people sin and they have no remorse, but some folks sin and and they so they're sorry and they're remorseful and they they're regretful of some of their mistakes and falls, whatever. And so God deals with us accordingly. Exactly. I do appreciate that answer, Pastor Gilmore. Now, just for those who are calling in or those who are listening in, we are with. Pastor Jamie Gilmore of Four Life Ministries Incorporated, and we are, you know, talking about a pastor's perspective of rediscovering Kai or a pastor's outlook. Because many times, you know, pastors do read and they read a lot, but you know, a lot, you're them, right. you know, when, when they, you know, when they get that reading, they have to pick through. You know, certain things, or am I going to use this, or am I not going to use that? Well, I'll put that on the back burner when it's time. But he got a, um, Pastor Gilmore got a chance to get a copy of Rediscovering Kai, and I just, you know, me, myself, just loved his first response because, like I said, he says uh, it's a wonder, this, you know, this character still got his head on his shoulders. <laughs> but um, we're, going to, we're going to take a um, break, um, my listeners. We're going to take a break and listen to some music, and then we'll come back live with Pastor Jamie Gilmore of New Life, of Four Life Ministries, I'm sorry, on a pastor's perspective of rediscovering time. There's something about that name. I want you to listen to it. Let's let the Lord bless us in this song.
We are now back live with Pastor Jamie Gilmore of For Life Ministries Incorporated on a pastor's perspective of rediscovering Kai. Now, Pastor, at this time, since we're back on back from our break, give us some information. What I was asking you, Pastor, is give us some information about um, For Life Ministries Incorporated, how you got started, and where you're located, your website information, how, you know, if there's people in the area of your, you know, of your church that may not have a church to go to, oh, okay. you know, give us information um, how they can find you. Mm-hmm. Um, I am located and um, off of um, Windsor Mill Boulevard, um, Windsor Mill Boulevard is on 7210 Rutherford Road. We're in the commercial area. Um, you, you come down um, and you turn off a rolling road onto Windsor Mill at Windsor Mill Boulevard, and you come down maybe uh, two blocks down from the light, and you'll uh, see us in this, the commercial area. Um, we, well, we started for life two years ago in in 2012, um, we 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 had left the Blessed Trinity Church of Deliverance as God had called us out to um, pastor. Um, our late pastor had passed away, and she had asked me before she even passed away that you know she asked me, Elder, what are you waiting for? And I was just waiting on God, you know, to just to give me the okay to go out and you know start this work. And and um, God had already gave me the name of the ministry uh, like uh, years ago before um, I even started the church, whatever for life. And the reason why I called is for life because. It's from Second Peter the third chapter where God has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. Um, so um, you know, and so we we God, I believe that God has given us everything um, that we need to make it in this life and, and live a godly life before Him. Uh, when Jesus died on the cross, He He, um, he, 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 he His work was finished. And one thing about it, He's not going to do another thing. Because all we have to do is obtain the finished work that he's he, he's done for us, whatever, so that we can live a victorious and overcoming life in him. Um, he died on the cross. He um, he um, rose again with all power in his hand. Um, he 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 gave us authority and dominion. Um, he's he's given us his word. He's given us his blood. He's given us the armor of God. And so um, there's no reason why we have to live defeated lives. And so that's why. I, you know, I named our church for Life Ministries because um, we can live this life. You know, if we go by the Word of God and and um, and, and and its instructions. And so, me, me, I am a pastor teacher, and so I teach the Word of God. I pour into people so that they can, um, you know, become disciples and so that they can go out and and be witnesses for the Lord. You know, and so, and not only that, but I'm a pastoral counselor where, where I have a degree in pastoral counseling, where I counsel people who have, um, who are who have lost loved ones, bereavement. I pastor, um, I counsel um, people who are about to get married, you know, or or who are married. So I do marriage counseling, and I counsel um, uh, young adults, and so, and and I enjoy what I do because it, you know, it's 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 a, it's a passion that I have for 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 what I do. And um, it, it never becomes a drudgery. I, I love it. I love it. Excellent. We, uh, excellent. That's a good answer because, you know, I like the idea of teaching because many, you know, as religious leaders and stuff, many say, well, I'm the pastor and, you know, I'm that. But a good teacher <laughs> is hard to find. 
a good teacher yes. is hard to find because you have to teach it and live it. Yes. And I remember yes. a song years ago when I was um, a little boy called A Sermon in Shoes. People can, people will, people will be drawn by your life. Many times pastors don't understand that, but people will be drawn by your life because they will see what's going on with you in your life, and you're teaching them as an example. Now, um, do you have a website address? Uh, do you have a website address? Oh, yes. Um, I have a website address, and I have an email address. Um, my website is, is TK. FL Ministries, no, wait, let me, is flministriestk.com, and my email address is flministries at gmail.com. My my website is flministriestk.com. My email is flministries at gmail.com. Excellent. So, so you can get in touch, me with, in touch with me with either one of those. And I'll make sure Either. I send a group and I make sure I send out a mass email so people will be able to get that information as well. Right, now, right, right, back, right. Um to rediscovering Kai. Um I remember you mentioned about David how he messed up and everything, but he I did there is a chapter, chapter twenty six called The Mud. And mm-hmm. that chapter was titled basically which you already said it. Many people get caught up in things, and when they fall, society wants you to stay down there and wallow in the mud. They want mm-hmm. to see you. You know, some people do want to actually wallow in the mud. They want somebody to have a pity party or feel sorry for you. Or, mm-hmm. you know, what do you, again, what do you say about, you know, people like that, that when they say, you know, I've, I've fallen, as they say, they'll say, I've fallen, I can't get up. What do, they, what do you say about people who like to, you know, Stay in the mud when they can actually do like David is get up, wash himself, got himself together, and move on. Well, the thing about it is, we have to take take the take the example from the prodigal son because one thing about it is, um, he um, he he went astray and he and it was says he partied lavishly and you know and 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 just um, wound up in the pig pen of life and. Um, he was about to. He, he had gotten so low that he was um, about to eat um, the husk that the pigs had been licking and lapping over, or whatever. But then he came to himself and said, "You know what? Wait a minute. You know, my father has all this stuff. You know, and here I am in the pig pen of life, whatever. You know." And so he got up and he made his way home. You know, where Amen. his father was. Uh, looking in the road and and saw his son coming up the road and said that's that that, that looks like my son and so um, the father you know could have held it against him that he had, he had um, asked for his inheritance and went out and and just and just messed all over it whatever but the father just and he, the father of the son is a, is a type and shadow of God and, and so one thing about it is we can get out of the out of the pig pen that we have gotten into. You know, we don't have to stay down in that stupor some, even when we fall, you know, but we can get back up. As as Donnie McClurk can say, we, we we fall down, but but we get up. So we can get up, you know, because, uh, uh, you know, a person is a sinner is just somebody who, who, who just 
who who just got up. You know, we're we're, we're sinners saved by grace. And so one thing about it is, and 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 God says He's merged the backslider. So when we fall, you know what? One thing about it, God is that He said if we if if we um commit um if we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. See, the problem with some people is see is. They they go with unconfessed sins, and that's why they continue to stay in the 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 the, the pig pen and, and 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 wallow in the mud because they they don't they don't come to to repentance whatever and ask God to forgive them, and and He says faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the thing about it is, and we have to learn how to forgive ourselves as He's forgiven us whatever. See, that's a lot of people's problem is they don't forgive themselves. We have to learn how to forgive ourselves because he's forgiven us whether, and the Bible says, at the, you know, there's no, no condemnation, you know. And so we can't allow the, we can't even allow the enemy to, to bring condemnation to us after we've been forgiven because that's what the enemy will try to do, um, bring condemnation. But you've been for, you got to know for yourself that I have been forgiven, been forgiven, I have been redeemed. So, and you, and you go on uh, with, with, you know, a, for, a forgiving life, you know. After you 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 repented, you know, come you know, come clean with God. Can't come out, come with your hands up, as they would say. Thank you, Pastor, and, for that and, and, and be free and walk in liberty. Yep. Thank you, Pastor, for that answer. Um, now, our last question is: What do you think about abandonment? You know, when you're abandoned by family members, when you're abandoned by, you know, the church leaders, when you know. You know, because it's almost like when you're abandoned, there's nobody. People that you thought was going to be there weren't there. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing about it is, you know what? Um, you should never be abandoned, and that's that's not biblical because, um, you know, the only time Paul talks about, you know, turning people over to the devil <laughs> or, or just leaving them up by itself is when they just would not – Come to some uh, reasonable, um, you know, um, uh, they refuse to to to, to uh, and and were disagreeable about you know getting themselves straightened out. Now, once you 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 fall in and you and you you have a desire to get yourself straightened out, um, it talks about how Jesus, you know, he left the he he, he left the the, uh, the the uh the all all the hundred sheep to go and just to get one, and so. We should have that same mentality. If if one falls, we should Amen. we should leave leave the hundred and go get that one, you know, because that one is still precious, whatever. And that's why I don't understand how that you know uh, pastors and and different folks in the church, even family, whatever, can 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 just abandon you like that because um, that's that's not like Christ because he 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 took the time out, you know, to go get that one who had fallen away to bring them back into the fold. So um, you know. Uh, by right, it, that's what should be done. Anytime anybody does that, it, it, it's totally wrong, and and um, you know, um, to, to 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 be to, to be abandoned and left out there um, to be eaten up by the, the wolves and by the world. You know, they should go out and 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 try to you know um, you know bring you back into the fold so you won't be um, you know uh, devoured by by the world. Yeah. Excellent. Now, Pastor, we're going to take a couple questions. Uh-huh. I have a, a caller that is in, and her number's ending in 1629. And mm-hmm. I'm going to bring them in and, you know, let her um, ask you a couple questions. Okay. 
Caller whose phone number ending in 1629. Hello. Hello. Hi, Pastor Gilmore. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Great. Um, I actually had a question in reference to, I guess, like the judicial punishment that was given to Kai. I wanted to know what your perspective was of that and um, that in relation to if you want to call it the spiritual punishment or what, you know, whatever God um, was was bringing him through for everything that happened. I wanted to kind of know what you thought about that. Well, myself, um, to tell the truth, I did not think it, it, it was fair to me. To me, I didn't, I didn't think it was fair. But I I think it, it, it was allowed to happen um for, for the grace of God, um, I think it was a learning experience for him, you know, because um, cause, cause I, I remember David said on one occasion, you know, if he hadn't if he hadn't uh, went through the things he went through, um, he he would have never learned certain lessons, whatever. So, no, it was not fair that he had, he had to go to to, to jail for those um, months, whatever. But you know, sometimes it's like. Well, they say only what God allows. God allowed that to happen mm-hmm. for him because uh, uh, for a later on that he it would be a testimony. You know, um, it, it it was not fair, and and like some things are fair. You know, because when you look in the Bible, a lot of things that some of the men of, men of God had to um, endure, or whatever, just didn't seem fair. But some stuff is for the glory of God, and so um, God was going to get believe me glory out of that. You know, to, to the human. I or whatever, um, you know, we couldn't, we, we can't see that. Like God's getting glory out of this, yes, because somewhere down the road, um, God's gonna use that as a testimony of of His grace and His mercy and His love um, that He He had to go through that. Because sometimes God, when we go through different trials like that, God He He builds our character, our character is being built, whatever, and 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 and, and it's not just for us, but it's for somebody that we're going to uh, be able to help somewhere down the road. And so, um, you know, and, that, and, and that's what that's what I, I, I got out of that right there. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, Carla, do you have any other questions? No, I just wanted to say, you know, I think this um, show is a really good idea. Um, as far as just um, bringing people on and talking about, like um, Pastor Gilmore was saying, you know, that test becoming a testimony. So um, I, d- I just think it's a great idea, and definitely more people need to, to um, tune in here and see that, you know, they're definitely not alone when they when are going through things and they um, are going through test trials. Um, um, it's wonderful if they're able to share how the Lord has brought them three, through like he's brought you through. Thank you, Carla, for that. Um, thank you for that. That makes me feel good to hear that people actually enjoy reading the book, you know, enjoy, you know, that we're not the only ones going, I'm not the only one going through things. We're all going through something. We're all actually here to support each other. And I like what, you know, Pastor Gilmore's, you know, many of the things Pastor Gilmore said tonight because, you know, biblical people in the Bible have went through things. And 
people of today are still going through things. Um, and, you know, I've actually shared the book with many people, Christians and non-Christians, and many people have had said the same things that... Jamie Gilmore. Hello? Okay. Yes. All right. And um, now... As we're almost to the conclusion of our show, we still have a few minutes left. Um, what I want to do is just give some information. Um, I'd like to thank Pastor Gilmore of Four Life Ministries Incorporated for coming on to the, sh- the, the show, The Man in the Mirror, and sharing his perspective of this, my first novel. Um, Rediscovering Kai can be purchased on Amazon as an ebook and also a paperback. Please go to my website at www.hezekiahlmontgomery.com and sign a guest book, and you will find information on how to contact me and how to, um, about my next guest for the third Friday in November. And Pastor Gilmore, yes, Pastor Gilmore. Yes. Do you have anything to say yourself um, as we're about to end the show? We still have a few few minutes to go. So do you have, you know, anything that you would like to say as in conclusion? Well, I I totally enjoy being on the the show today. And, um, you know, I I, I wish, you know, I could um, just talk to the listeners some more. But, you know, time, you know, will not allow. And I, I, I don't know, I was just wondering if they have any more questions, if, you know, because I I just love being a help to people, and and you know, and I'm glad that I could be a you know a help with you concerning your book, and and I'll be, it was truly a blessing to me, and I hope I, we can we can you know further you know do this in the future. Oh, most definitely. Uh, okay, and as we're still winding down. Um, I may have one more question for you, and then we'll close out. Uh, I may have one more question for you. As a pastor, and as someone who's been around, um, you may have answered this question before, but I just want to make sure I get some clarity. Would you suggest Mm -hmm. this book for Christians and non-Christians alike, and why? Yeah, you know what? Um, I believe that... um, that this book could be recommended for Christians as well as non-Christians. Um, for one thing, it, it, it'll, it'll help a Christian, you know, draw closer to God, and, and it'll and it'll cause a non-Christian to come to God because they'll see His grace and His love and His mercy um, um, through through Kai as example. You know, because I think the world has a, has has their own concept of, of God, but through this book, it can show them that who God really is. You know, and so um, it, 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 this, it, it, this could be a use. Uh, this could be a useful tool for you know either e- either the um, the Christian or the um, the, the, uh, the uh, for the secular world. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Pastor yeah, Gilmore, it, it, it's a powerful, um, a powerful book. It's a powerful book. Um, 
Thank you for that. And uh, again, I'll plug in my information. Please go to my website, www.hezekiahalmontgomery.com. Find my guest book. There you find information there. How to um, contact me and information about the next guest, which will be on a third Friday evening at 8 o'clock 10, as always, in November. Also, for our listening audience, Rediscovering Kai is going to be a play as well. We're basically looking for the summer of 2015. So please keep us and all those involved in prayer because it's not an easy thing producing a. It wasn't an easy thing writing a book, and it's definitely not going to be an easy task to. Um, to um, produce a play, but God put it on my heart to write the book, which was a three-year process, and he also put it on my heart to start this show, which was my first show, and, you know, I was a little nervous in the beginning, but, you know, I, I have a lot of support, so, you know, I'm going great right now. I'm excited, and, you know, I can't wait for the next show. Our next show, we'll be talking to the um, co-founder of a group called Mothers of Murdered Daughters and Sons. And they are also on Facebook, so if you go to Facebook, please check them out, and I will start putting all the information on my website. But we'll be talking to one of the co-founders of... Mothers of murdered daughters and sons Because in the Baltimore area We are going through a lot of things right now There are many murders going on The murder rate has gone up So we're basically Trying to talk to someone Who came up with this idea After her son was murdered So she was going through Some things about um, Her children and one of her husband being murdered And she came up with this so I will have more information on that within the next coming week, which will be put on my website. And, mm-hmm. you know, we can actually get all that information. Because I'm definitely, you know, I ran to her about a month ago. And I looked at, you know, I talked to her, texted her. Um, we're, we haven't had a chance to meet, but we will be meeting soon so I get some more information. But we have to have support. You know, mothers go through. We don't understand why, you know, at such a young age, their child will be taken from them being murdered. But, you know, they have created a support system and a support team to support each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, Pastor Gilmore, we just want to thank you one more time. For coming on our show and just briefly give us your information, you know, where your case is located and the kinds of your service. So our listening audience will have that information. Alrighty. Um uh we have service um at um on Sundays at um well we have Sunday school from, from ten to ten to eleven and we have a coffee break in between and we have our morning service at 11.30, and we usually out by 1. Um, on Tuesday nights, we have Bible study from 7 to 8 p.m. on Tuesday nights. And our location is um, 7210 Rutherford Road in Windsor Mill, Maryland. Excellent. And please give, and please give them your... Um, Contact information for you. 
Oh, my contact information, uh, my my um, my email is flministries at gmail dot com. Um, our website is uh, um, flministries.tk.com, and um, you can, um, as you go on our website, you can find all the information um, about our church and about um, some of the messages uh, messages I've taught. Um, um, you can obtain uh, CDs of the messages I've taught. Um, all you gotta do is, um, you know, uh, contact me at, at my website for for inf- more information concerning that. And I thank God for you tonight. All right. Thank you, Patrick. Um, Jamie Gilmore of New Life of Four Life Ministries Incorporated. I do apologize. And this has been a Patrick's perspective of rediscovering Kai. And I hope you pick up the book. I hope you you know go on and sign the website, sign my guest book on the website at www.hesitatalmagami.com. And, you know, check out our blogs because there's plenty of information there for you. This is Hezekiah uh, Montgomery signing off. And, again, I'll see you at the mirror.